G'day, welcome to Stat Stuffers. We're back, I'm back, hello. Uh, second week of the NBA season, let's just jump straight into it. Uh, bit of news, let's start. Let's start with some news. Uh, weird, weird situation going on with the Spurs right now. Uh, Josh Primo, their lottery pick of last year, has been waived, which is very, very interesting. Um, so far, there's no official release or anything. I don't think we're going to get one from the Spurs. I'm sure something will leak, but we're not going to get it from the Spurs, I don't think. Um, so all I've seen so far is, uh, Josh Primo mentioned some mental health concerns and, but I don't know what that means in this context. So there's, uh, in my head, there's three possibilities here. One, um, the Spurs waving him has caused him some mental health concerns, which fully understandable. That would be very bad if that's why the Spurs waved him. Uh, if, you know, if he's suffering from mental health concerns after being waived by the Spurs, it can't be a good feeling, um, especially as a 19-year-old, uh, I think he's 19, um, just coming out of the lottery uh, last year in his second season. Um, he was suffering, or he is suffering from mental health concerns, which is why the Spurs waived him. That would be terrible. I would hate the Spurs for the rest of my life if that was the case, but I don't think that's going to be the case. If, for no other reason then it would be a PR nightmare for the Spurs. Um, if, they, if they're truly going to be terrible to, to people about their mental health, they're not going to deal with that PR nightmare there. Um, also, you know, you'd hope they actually have some empathy for a guy. But the other, the other potential thing is Josh Primo did something potentially bad, like kind of inexcusable, and for that reason, he was suffering from mental health concerns, and the Spurs waived him for whatever he did, um, or maybe he did something because of, who knows? Like I don't know, I don't know for sure. Um, all we know is he has been waived. The Spurs haven't said anything, and he, there's some mention of mental health concerns for Josh Primo. It's all we know for now. Uh, hope he is okay. Hope nothing went wrong. But yeah, uh, just keep an eye out on stories there. Um. But let's talk about some let's let's talk about basketball a little bit. Let's talk about some interesting teams. So there's two interesting teams I want to talk about this week. More so, one interesting player I want to talk about. But let, let's talk about the first team here. It's the Blazers. Um, so I had the Blazers picked as my 11 seed coming to the season. They are now, I think, four and one or something like that. They they're playing very well. They're playing very very well. They're very resilient. Is something I will say. So in their game against uh, the Nuggets earlier in the week, which I watched all the way through until I got really frustrated with how the Nuggets were playing and I turned it off. And, you know, once it was very well and truly a blowout and over, um, I did turn it off. But they were resilient. Like, the Nuggets kind of got up. The Nuggets were playing really, really well. They had a really, really great first half. But then the Blazers just played tough. They just outplayed uh, the Nuggets. They really just play. They're playing hard. Um, They're obviously having a bit of a bounce back year from last year. 11th seed was probably a bad pick. Um, I'm willing to admit that now. Will they cool off a little bit throughout the season? Probably, yeah. But 11th seed outside of the play-in may have been the wrong pick uh, for me. Uh, so, yeah, the Blazers have been interesting. I've enjoyed watching them, except when they were beating the Knights, uh, in which case I did not enjoy watching them. Um, but I also want to talk about the magic a little bit. Specifically, Bol Bol. Bol Bol's playing. How good is that? Um, so he's got legitimate minutes for a couple games. He started today in their win over the Hornets. Played fairly well as well. Um, going to tonight, he was averaging like, I think 2.8 blocks per game, which is absurd. Um, 
I'm happy for him. I'm happy he's actually getting minutes, which is something we haven't seen from him. Now, obviously, like, again, you know, coming from the perspective of a Nuggets fan, of a Nuggets fan, I wish he had that chance in Denver, but he also didn't. I personally don't think he earned that chance in Denver. I wasn't crazy. Like, I wasn't mad when uh, Michael Malone wouldn't play ball. Uh, wouldn't play ball ball because I was like, he's he hasn't really earned it. He hasn't done a lot. And when he plays out there, he plays too fast. He tra- you know he j- he he doesn't play within the system. He doesn't play. I don't know. He's he's just doing the wrong things out there. I think, um, to like actually get minutes on a good team. But he's on a bad team. He's not on a good team, and he can get minutes and he can make a lot of mistakes and grow as a player. I mean, he, he was ultimately drafted into a bad situation in that he was drafted into a team that was win now with a starting center already sorted. Could he have played power forward? Probably. He played power forward. Yeah, I believe he started power forward today um, in their win over the Hornets. But, yeah. I mean, he... he I don't think he earned that... The right to... Not the right. I don't think he earned uh, any playing time uh, with the Nuggets. I think he's earned his playing time here, and I'm excited to see what he does. So, shout out to Bobo. All right. A couple of interesting stats now as well. Couple of couple of small things. So, um, I I pulled one really stupid one. So, a lot of people complain about the stats where it's like the most specific stat line you've ever seen. Um, and I pulled one of those today because I quite enjoyed it actually. Uh, so <laughs> Nikola Vucevic had 18 points and 23 rebounds uh, in 31 minutes earlier in the week. Uh, only the 11th time in NBA history a player has had. 18 and 23 in fewer than 32 minutes. So, yeah, it's a real bullshit one. Um, there were... Uh, also, just a fun fact about that stat line. There was no games with that stat line from the years 1992 to 2014. 22 years passed, and we didn't see a single player with that stat line there. Um, it was Dennis Rodman in 92 and the Kenneth Freed in 2014. There was not one before then, and there's been uh, six, including Kenneth Free, there's been six since then, and there was five before then, most of them were in the 60s, I think, as well, I believe there was a, there was a Wilt game, I don't remember who else it was, but they were old, um, like, they were in the 60s, maybe, so, I, I don't fully remember, honestly, um, and second little stat here, just a funny one here, uh, <laughs> and I saw this happen, DeAndre Jordan hit his second career three today, yeah, DeAndre Jordan, Stretch five, apparently. <laughs> he hit a three, and I watched it, and I laughed. I laughed my head off when I saw it. I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. DeAndre Jordan shot, hit a three. Crazy. <laughs> now, let's let's talk. Uh, let's talk some plus minuses. A couple of interesting plus minuses here. Um, the Mavs-Nets game from, I think, yesterday. As of, yesterday or the day before. Um, the Mavs won 129-125 couple of funny kind of plus minuses in this game. So, in in the loss, KD was a minus 6 and Kyrie was a minus 3. That's not crazy. It was a 5-point loss. That's not crazy. What's weird is they were the only starters in the negatives. All the other starters had a positive plus minus. Um, it's just weird that it's KD and Kyrie there. But what's kind of crazier is David Duke Jr. was a minus 23 in 20 minutes. The next worst was minus 7. Um, like what? <laughs> Did David Duke Jr. just lose his game for them? Like minus twenty three. Ev- like I mean, he played twenty minutes, so he <laughs> they were losing every minute he was out there. Really, um, 
yeah, weird, very weird. Um, and then in the win for the Mavs, Spencer Dinwiddie was a minus twenty, which is also very strange. Minus twenty in a t- in twenty seven minutes in a win from the Mavs. Second, maybe third best player. I mean, but yeah, no, second best player, really. I mean, uh, you know, I think Christian Wood could be their second best player, but he probably isn't. Um, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's a, that's a weird plus minus in that game. I just thought they were a bit funny. Thought I would share. Now, uh, let's check in, in, check in, 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 in. Let's check in on some of our guys. So, uh, for those who don't know, before the start of every season, I do a study that I made up with numbers and stuff that I, you know, I, I, may, I make a study where I determine which rookie is going to be the best in that season, or sorry, which rookie is going to have the best career. It's kind of turned into which rookie is going to have an underrated, like, good career and be, like, one of the better players from their draft class, like, probably the best non-superstar player from their draft class is kind of what the study's turned into. So, for context, uh, the first year was two years ago, and that was Sadiq Bay. Pretty good pick, I would say. I mean, I I think the third best player in that draft, unless I'm forgetting someone, I think the third best player in that draft class. Um, last year, Trey Mann didn't do a whole lot, but he's playing really well this season. Uh, and then this year, uh, Agbaji, Ochai Agbaji, um, drafted by the Cavs now on the Jazz because of the Donovan Mitchell trade. Uh, let's just check in on what some of them are doing. So Agbaji played against the Nuggets today, and he actually got minutes for the first time I mean, for the first time in his career, he got minutes. He played one minute against the Nuggets in uh, their first game of the season. I don't think he played since then. Played 18 minutes against the Nuggets tonight. He scored nine points. Good for him. Great. Great start for, for a young guy. Nine points on in your first game. Who uh, uh, In your first real game, who's complaining? I'm sure as hell not. Um, Trey Mann has been really good for this season as well. 15-3-3 uh, for the Thunder. And then Sadiq Bey, little bit down from last season, but like just a point down from last season. He's averaging 15 points and about six rebounds. Uh, he was averaging, I think, 16 and six last season, or 16 and like five and a half. So he's playing about as well as he did last season, at least statistically. So shout out to our guys. I'll keep an eye on them. I'll keep an eye on the stat lines. I'll keep an eye on watching them play. But yeah, a uh, few few good games from some of that uh, stuff as young guys. Now, finally, let us let me recommend a couple games to you for the next week. So, if you don't have that much time, you want to watch a few games, here are the games where I think you should maybe make some time for. So, first up, we have uh, Grizz Jazz on Sunday the 30th. They The Grizzlies are 4-1. The Jazz, after that loss to the Nuggets, are now 4-2. Two, two of the top teams in the West are going to be playing against each other. And that is today as of when this episode comes out so go watch that um possibly on right now or maybe you already missed it in which case go watch the highlights it was probably a good game um now we have the nuggets and the lakers the next day on monday so tomorrow as of when this episode comes out uh the lakers gonna drop to owen six possibly <laughs> it could be pretty funny uh they did lose to the nuggets uh the other day kind of embarrassingly, <laughs> like, they just could not hit a shot, um, yeah, bad, bad game from the Lakers the other day, let's see, <laughs> let's see if the losing streak continues, um, and finally, Celtics-Cavs on Thursday the 3rd, um, that game 
they just played today. That game went to overtime. I believe the Cavs won. I'm 99% sure the Cavs won that game. Uh, let me just quickly double check. The Cavs. It is frozen. The Cavs did. Oh, wow. The Cavs won by nine points in overtime. That's crazy. <laughs> we, that's, that's something that's really weird to me. When teams win by more than like four or five points in overtime, it's like, how did you let this happen? How did you get to overtime and then lose that badly in five minutes? It's not that bad. It's still, you know, it's only nine points. But still, in overtime, really? Weird. Um, so, yeah. They are going to be playing. It's a rematch. Maybe it'll be better than today's game. I doubt that, though. Uh, I think that's it. That's it for the week. Uh, if you ever enjoyed this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or review. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at stat underscore stuffers. Other than that, thanks for listening.